Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. This is the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. And this, of course, is your short, happy, clappy episode with just me chattering on about something that I think might be of interest to you. So anyway, today I want to talk to you about the power of a good book. Oh my gosh, I don't know how many of you out there who are listening actually read. Um, And I say that, when I say read, I mean read, get absorbed into a novel. Uh, I, I raised my son, who's now 23, on books. I used to love, love, love buying him books to read as a child. Um, all these beautiful, beautifully illustrated picture books with um, fabulous stories. And you know what? He doesn't read. And I just think, oh no, why not? Why not? Don't get me wrong. He reads. He does a lot of stuff um, reading online, you know, things that he's interested in. He's got a, a clothing brand called uh, Honest Skateboards. Um, Honest Skateboards, I always get it wrong. Honest Skateboard, <laughs> tell me off. Um, so he reads a lot. He's really fascinated with fashion and that culture, etc. However, he doesn't read a book. As a child, I was always, oh, I just love books. I've always loved books. I was able to read before I started school because I loved them. I used to spend all my pocket money on books and I just thoroughly enjoy getting into a good story. I guess, well, yeah, we all like, we all like different things, don't we? But go back to my teens, I, I sort of read lots of the, lots of chick flick sort of kind of novels. Let's, let's think about along the lines of Danielle Steele. <laughs> See, I remember when her, when she first came out as an author, oh, everybody was reading, I think I was in mean, teens or something like that. There was all sorts of books. I've always, I say, I've always read a wide range of books and had interests in different areas. Uh, and if I go back to when I was a child, I used to read a lot of um, Enid Blyton books. And I was just absorbed in St. Clair's and Mallory Towers and all these sort of childhood stories and adventure books, Famous Five, etc. I mean, that's just a handful that I can talk about and remember but uh, and I sort of got older and I think it was my early 20s I actually decided to study um, A-level English literature and it really changed the way I changed my approach to books and what I was reading I suddenly became more mindful or in need of or in thirst for a book with more content a bit that, that I wanted characters that were richer and more interesting rather than Brad had a rippling red, r- rippling body and muscles that glistened in the sunlight. <laughs> oh dear, some of the chick flick novels, if you've not read them, do read them. Uh, <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I started to read the classics like Thomas Hardy and um, Elizabeth Gaskell and really got absorbed and understood and looked at the the texture of the books and you know what was being conveyed through the subtext you know and that changed the kind of books I read forever really uh, so I always like a, a novel with more more depth to it and sort of characters but that said you know I I do skim read a lot I do miss miss a lot of the sort of the descriptive things because I sort of skim read I I get thirsty I want to read I want to get to the plot I want to know what's happening I get thoroughly absorbed when I've got a a good book and it's like every moment I want to I want to read it it's a page turner and you know that's something else you know 
there's so much stuff online and people say to you, oh, do you not have a Kindle? No, 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 no. I spend all day looking at the screen. I love a book. I love the smell of a new book. I love the paper. I love the page turning. And it gives me such pleasure. You know, when a book, you're waiting for a book and there's another one in a series coming out. I've, I've read the uh, Lucinda Riley series, um, The Seven Sisters, which was loosely based on the, um, the Star Constellation. And the Greek mythology um, of Atlas and the Seven Sisters. Anyway, without going into all of that, I've been waiting for the pages, the book to be released. Uh, sadly, the, the Lucinda uh, Riley, the author, authoress, author, what do we say these days? Um, passed away last year, so there won't be any more books coming from her, although I believe her son's uh, now writing for her or finishing off, I think, the last novel in the series because there were eight books I think but it's just it's just great it's gripping and you really get absorbed in stories when you are in a book and the beauty of fiction is that you create those characters however much they've been written by the author with the author's imagination in mind you then go on a journey yourself you then get absorbed into that character and you they're how you perceive them and how you visualize them based obviously on the descriptions and the characteristics that have been put in place by the author. You know, it's your journey, your personal journey, which I guess is why sometimes when you then see a film that's been made of the book, it can be a little bit sort of disappointing. Oh, that's not how I imagined it to be, because it's, you know, somebody else's interpretation of the works. But uh, it's so good for the imagination. And it was it was something that I read, and I don't know where or when, but it was probably within the last couple of years, in relation to... Personal development books, because that is another journey I've been on. I've read so many sort of personal development-esque books over the last probably 15 years. Well, probably over a lifetime, but more so over the last 15 years, I guess. Because there's so much learning to be had when you're reading something more factual, um, with stuff that you can put into place, you know, and you can activate, etc. And... I saw those books myself as the books that I ought to perhaps be reading in preference to a novel. And it wasn't until I heard, and I say, I wish I knew, I wish I could remember where I heard it or where I saw it written down. But it was about the power of a fictional, you know, reading a fiction book and how good it is for your cognitive behaviour, you know, for your neural linguistic programme, for your brain to activate because it's using different parts because you're using your imagination it's you know you're using your creativity you're thinking you're you're getting you know, absorbed into this story but you're creating it in your own imagination so that's really really good for that part of your brain as opposed to of course the more factual books the more personal development books in which you are of course learning stuff but it's the stuff in the book that you're learning you are reading it from a factual perspective rather than say going on that journey in your own imagination uh, and as a result I have I have been reading more books although again I have to say over the last sort of 12 to 18 months I probably haven't read as much as I would normally have read because in that time I've embarked on a new relationship which has been rather fantastic um, so and it's still very very fantastic indeed however I've just literally finished literally there we go <laughs> using that was no pun intended just finished a book that I picked up um 
to charity shops. I sort of saw the title, read the, the cover, and thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And um, yeah, I couldn't put that one down, although I had to because I had other things <laughs> I had to do as well. But it just reminded me the when you get into a book, it, it needs to hook you, doesn't it? It needs to absorb you. You need to get, you need your imagination captured right at the beginning. And I think sometimes if you pick up a book and you don't have that that moment, that bit of time, that bit of peace of just having the opportunity to sort of sink your teeth into it you, and you lose that thread you don't get started on it it just doesn't happen and then there's of course the books that you pick up and it just doesn't work for you at all and you don't have to force yourself to read them if it doesn't grab you you can just put it down can't you I mean I've got books um, that I've tried to read several times over and there's just there's just no point <laughs> caught you it's not caught you there's so many books out there and as I say I do love a book and I have them stacked up all over the place I've got, <laughs> usually got about a dozen on the go at any one time um but today I've just picked up another book I'm going oh I want to start reading that now but uh, anyway plenty of time for that and uh, hopefully plenty of time for all the other books that I've got to read including autobiographies which are always interesting so they're always good ones to dip into because if you've somebody that you admire or you somebody that you aspire to be and sort of flicking back to my son although he's not read books he's been online and he's read stuff about you know organizations he's got a real interest in for instance the brand supreme so he's read about them and he's got inspired by how they do things and how they market their products and whatever. So this always, oh, it's just, reading's just great. And no, I don't want to Kindle. <laughs> Although I was point, it was pointed out to me that you can take 10 books on holiday on a Kindle um, rather than having to weigh your suitcase down. But yeah, I do like a book. I just love the feel of a book and everything about a book. Anyway, that's me. I've just been rattling on for 10 minutes about books. <laughs> so anyway, I hope that's inspired you to uh, pick up a paperback yourself. Um, pick a paperback, hardback, or even if you do want to use your Kindle, use your Kindle. Just to get yourself, get your teeth stuck, stunk into a novel. And if I could show you a picture of all my books on my bookshelf now, and that is a reduced, reduced selection, because I did actually have a clear out a while back, you'd see the time. I am true to my word. I do love my books. Anyway, I'm nearly up to 11 minutes. So I'm going to say thank you for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed this short, happy, clappy episode. And if you have, please do subscribe, follow, like, review. I love a review and, and get in touch if you'd like to get in touch with me. My website, if you want to know a little bit more about me, is sarahjnaylor.com. It's ever so easy. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. This has been Sarah J. Naylor uh, with your Happy Clappy episode and goodbye for now. That was the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hear full-length episodes of the Harnessing Happiness podcast released every Tuesday. And for more exclusive content from Sarah, just visit sarahjnaylor.com.